Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Why are you giving me the crooked eye? It's, I just like looking at you. Just, it looks like you're giving me, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. You start you start back slapping me back. <laughs> Cold I, slap. I think you done stepped up to the mic. With Trent, it is the Sunday before the fourth of July. Is that how we look at this? That's how we look at this. <laughs> what what is, is the Sunday? We're we recording this during the week. What is the Sunday date of the day? July third. Third. Tomorrow's the fourth. Yes, fourth of July. I will be at the beach. I'm at the beach now. You're at the <laughs> beach. You got, you got two, can be in two places at one time. It is good. Uh, I enjoy the the summers uh, with five kids at, at adolescent ages down to baby, uh, teenage, I guess, down to baby, uh, get a little hectic. I can imagine. And then it's uh, also busy business development season for our business. Uh, take some golf trips and stuff like that, which is a lot of fun. But uh, it gets tedious as well, mixing that in. So on the go a lot. But this is our annual family beach trip, the Surfside Beach. This is called Old School Beach. Old School Beach. Jacked up golf cart, riding around to the arcades, getting snow cones and slushies. Uh, yeah, this looking That's for sharks teeth. Little, you got your, got your ski ball game going. Oh, man. I'm yeah, going to work on my get, game. You got to get that thing running. Got to work on that. I like to go off the side and get that 500 in the corner. In the corner. That's, that thing's hard to get. I don't know. That's a, you're a risk taker. I need to get a skee-ball machine at the crib. Man, I, you do need that. <laughs> you do. I agree. I think we could have a lot of fun with something like that. I mean. Like a lot of fun. I have my old pool table that we grew up with, and then we bought one of these tabletop Pac-Man <laughs> arcades. It's got like <laughs> yeah. 80 games on it. Where you sit down it. on it, like the old school, yep. like the pizza like hut. Like pizza hut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Reagan, we got the space. We're going to get a dartboard. That's next. And, uh, and, and. I don't think I have room for ski ball. I think ski ball got left out. Man, my wife is like the ski ball champion of the world, and it drives me absolutely insane. It's like the same exact motion every time, right in the 40, right in the 40, right in the 40. She'll just hit like 10 40s. And if I can figure out the same motion, I might could play golf. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I need to get her signed up for golf. I don't know, but I'm with you. I'm, I'm trying to hit the 100 just to try to take her out on the last ball, and it just never happens. I have this little thin book. Ben Hogan's Five Traits to Successful Golf. It's old. It's, it was one of the best golf books ever. I bought when I bought it. You know, it's real thin. It's easy to read. Sure. And he says, man, you go to the driving range, you're practicing the wrong thing. Most people that go to the driving range a lot or the practice range a lot get worse over time because they're practicing the wrong thing. But I need to – do you think your wife can do some subcontracting for me and consult me in that I, same we, motion? I did, the, the wheels are spinning here because it's the same problem with me. I mean, golf is how much mental – it's the second you start trying to critique yourself and you think you know what's wrong with your oh, swing. Oh, goodness gracious. It's over, Clover. It ain't happening. Well, we got uh, our guest today is is a repeat offender on that oh, yeah. Home with Roby show, yes, Todd sir. Collins. He's sitting in there biting his, biting his bit. Todd and I, over the last couple of years, played a lot of golf together. He's c- coming along. I, I, uh, 
I think for a while I was the most improved golfer, and then I was the golfer, worst golfer that plays the most. That's you, you what I am You can't win now. most improved. But Todd's most improved. Only one time can you win that. Can you, yeah. <laughs> you get coming from zero. That's about the way I feel. Just understand, Todd, the most improved short-lived. There you go. Well, we'll say uh, my nephew came to visit. We went out and played golf with Trent and our buddy David. His first time playing golf, but now that guy plays golf every week. I mean, and he, you said he's he, an avid golfer. What is now. he? What is he shooting? He shooting. He shot a seventy-eight. That's crazy. No, oh, hold on. This yes, is, this was a strapping young athletic. I don't Tall, care. slender drink of water, right? Yeah. I mean, what, he's about 6'3", six, 6'4", he, six, he's about six, four, played basketball, has given that up, plays nothing but golf now. That is, that so, makes whoa, whoa, my whoa, heart full. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How old is he? He's 23. So he just picks up golf and goes out and just breaks off a 78? After about a year and a half. That's incredible. Yeah. Todd had some... He, he's top. a banker in New York, and he works, uh, in. he lives in Brooklyn, and there's a virtual, like, golf place called uh, oh, yeah. Brooklyn Green and he, he he hangs out there all the time and plays golf virtually <laughs> but he played he shot 78 on a real course that is that is, we need to play again we need to he's he, gonna make me look like a chump he's coming to September we'll set okay, it up okay let's yeah, set it up we'll let's do it yeah hey September we might go to Diamond Creek there you go take him up oh, there let, we'll him, let him see the mountain course <laughs> he'll love that oh he's gonna love wearing my little scrawny butt out <laughs> I know how this goes <laughs> I mean there'll be zero gambling I think I'm sure. if I remember this correctly Todd you, you were just really trying to get real going at it uh, yep. I mean not that you hadn't played but you were like hey I'm gonna commit and start working on yeah. it yeah uh, my nephew's in town he come with me and I think you gave him a set of Walmart top flight golf clubs that's right and you went and got a new set <laughs> am i right. right about this that's right and that's what i saw the potential i'm i'm like a uh what do they call a scout <laughs> T- time out time out. i time knew out. it i knew this does, top, he need a, does he need a sponsor top flight clubs I, I think he, he would love to put a little roby sticker on his shirt yeah. <laughs> I, I might send him one of mine at the, Bro- yeah, get at at the, the brooklyn the, green he, represent he looked like he's he, look, he looked like he's driving a formula one <laughs> Get a little red hill on one side, Roby on the other. We're gonna do that. I'm gonna yeah. have him take a picture. I mean, we got our names Brooklyn. beside each other. We're gonna talk about in in the next segment. We got our names beside each other in, on on some projects. That's right. It's good. Uh, yeah. Well, that is that is a really cool story. I can't wait. We got a calendar when he's coming back. Uh, and Todd may be maybe the first guest to ever get on the first segment. I think he is. He might have. I mean, his infectious smile. I mean, he was. He was all. He was in it. He was ready to go. I love it. I'm excited. He's like, man, y'all made me sit in the lobby for ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm taking this show over. That's all part of it. It On the at home, we make you sit in the lobby for ten minutes. Sometimes twenty. Todd's right hand guy, Eric Miller, who I love working with. Great guy. guy. He didn't get invited this time. Man, he's. (laughs) You're going to make me look bad. I'm, I'm going to text him right now. Yeah. No, 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 no. Tell him we're talking finally on that. Him. Oh, bam. The picture goes to Eric. Eric, Eric is right now. hand. Eric's a good dude. He is. All right. Him. So we have Todd Collins. He's got a ton of things going on. Uh, his his primary business that everybody knows him for, and we've partnered with him, is Red Hill Ventures. Uh, when we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, we had our guest hijack the first segment. 
but it was awesome. <laughs> God, it was awesome. No, I, I feel like I can say that. Uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know. Todd you Collins from Red Hill Ventures, welcome to the officially welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, Patrick. It's probably been. I, I don't think you came on during COVID, did you? Did not. Pre-COVID. Yeah. So he was here. Yeah, he was definitely in the studio uh, last time. He heard about three years ago, if yep. my memory's correct. Um, the cool thing about uh, growing business entrepreneurs and leaders is you can have them back <laughs> because there's more excitement. That's right. Right? That's the goal. So, Especially uh, with, with dynamic guests like Todd. I mean, you're right. I mean, there's there's probably so much has changed in your world over the past three years that that you um, we'd love to hear about i mean I, I know ours is obviously a changing landscape on a daily basis so uh to your point you're right well well so I, we were talking about todd uh is such a community leader and, and has his hands in s- s- different businesses beyond red hill or red hill is in some operating businesses that just aren't real estate and development thank you for what you do for the community i appreciate it thank you I, I say, let's start with where you're at in your in your primary business. Okay. What, I say what pays the bills or what spends most of your time. Uh, Red Hill Ventures and, and you guys are doing a lot of development, a lot of real estate I- ins and outs. Well, give us an update. Yeah. Well, look, I'm just so excited. You know, every day I wake up excited to do exactly what I'm doing. And I'm so proud of the Red Hill team. Since we last spoke, the team is growing, and they're doing well, and they're just a pleasure to work with. So we're continuing to grow our real estate business. You know, our goal is to invest in communities, to invest in assets, and ultimately to make them better. We're long-term hold investors, so when we buy something, it means a lot to us. And we think that we actually make it better over the long term. We're, we're thinking five, ten years sort of into the future. And that's been the case. And, you know, we're in Maryland, D.C., North Carolina, Texas. We're doing a lot of work in uh, North Carolina now. Recently made an investment in Raleigh, made an investment in Concord. This is all sort of 2022. We're continuing to work on our legacy investments like Easttown Market and East Charlotte. That's sort of one of our passion areas of Charlotte and doing work in South Park. And then on the operating business side, you know, we own a few different operating businesses, two of which are, uh, we think, actually have a nice impact on the community. One is called City Kitch, yeah, which has two locations in Charlotte, one in Greensboro. And we're really a we work for chefs. So we provide a, a shared commercial kitchen. Each facility has around 60 culinary entrepreneurs working in it. And these are folks that are, are artisans in the culinary industry. And they may specialize in one sort of food group or one food type. Uh, Honey Bear Bakery is one. She's uh, the former Ritz-Carlton baker. Oh, wow. She's in our facility now, and she bakes cookies. And whenever I see her, I tell her she's a social media celebrity. (laughs) Incredible cookies, lines out the door whenever people are there to pick them up. It's it's fun to be with. And then we have a firm called Raise the Grade. And Raise the Grade is a serve-safe certification company. So if you're in the culinary industry, food industry, you need serve safe certifications. Raise the grade is the largest yeah. serve safe certification company in North Carolina, and we're expanding in other states. So it's it keeps us busy, keeps us excited, keeps us fun. We're having a good time with it. You got all these food businesses. How do you say so lean and mean? 
Hey, that's a, I'm like you. I'm a Peloton guy we, in the morning. We get it. <laughs> hey, we put in the work, right? That's Everybody's right. Like, oh, you must not put on weight. I'm like, dude, man, I'm working out five days a week. That's what are you right. Talking about? With those kind of cookies. I mean, I, I'm with Trent. I mean, I feel like those things could be dangerous around the house. Uh, oh, they're dangerous, but they're worth it. I'm going to bring y'all some next Please. time. Please. Yeah, I yeah. No, no offense. David Sheffer brought us some nice sunglasses he brought you some juice too one time i think that was that was that was david oh shepherd brought you sunglasses (laughs) the health nut brought us the juice yeah those sunglasses my doctor brought us the glasses we we might we might need to bring him back on yeah (laughs) i'm gonna ask shepherd for my glasses yeah you you feel you feel left so i gotta ask you city kitsch let's talk a little bit about this yeah your your the first city kitsch was is on thrift road that's right oh it's the second one but yes there is one in university as well oh the first one one's in university yep and the okay. second one's on thrift road and right have, in the heart of sort of everything south end now but right in the, we'll call it heart of south end low, low, <laughs> yeah, like lower, end. lower tuck <laughs> right that's that's the name they're called lower tuck is the area that you're talking about that's there? right i mean again audience if you haven't been in that area in the last i'd say six to eight months i mean it is bustling man it is every one of those buildings is being rehabbed and, and something new and cool is going in and you have one in greensboro so we do three yes and so we work for for chefs. That's right. So we provide all the state-of-the-art equipment that a chef needs to be successful and work within the law. And what you often hear that uh, culinary businesses have a high rate of failure. And the reason for that is because it costs so much to get started. A commercial oven costs a lot. A commercial smoker costs a lot. A commercial dishwasher costs a lot. And what we do is we provide all of that for them. And they can reserve it and use it as needed. And they can have a there. We have a model where you can kind of you can have what you need. So if you need full time twenty four seven access, you can have a private prep suite is what we call it, which is a which is a smaller kitchen that's dedicated to you. Or you can have just a cooking area so you can use it at night or on the weekends or whenever you actually need it. Huh. What do you think about that, Patrick? No, that's pretty cool. I, I mean, I've never heard that explained that way before. Um, how did you? I mean, how did you figure out this concept? I mean, did you have food, uh, you know, food industry experience and kind of like learn this through the hard knocks, or did you have somebody that kind of brought you into this business? No, I'll tell you. So, in the in the with the real estate assets we own, we often receive calls from small culinary entrepreneurs asking for space, and m- many times they can't afford it, but sure. they have passion they have desire is really what they want to do but because of finances and economics they just can't do it and uh city kitch came to us as a potential tenant and uh eric sort of spoke to them he actually introduced me uh, me to the owner and i, I like the business so much i was like look we we may not be a good landlord for you but maybe we could buy your business <laughs> And we worked out a deal, and we acquired the company, and we went from there. That's awesome. I did know a little bit of that story. I, I think that's that's so cool. That yeah. is a wonderful story, and it's a wonderful concept. I'm I'm glad to see you guys have three locations now. Yep. And uh, and 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 always willing to stick your neck on the line and get into something uh, entrepreneurial new. Well, I mean, and, and for Todd, you say that so nonchalantly. I mean, that's just who you are as an entrepreneur. But, I mean, that's exactly – I mean, that, that is the, the definition of an entrepreneurial story there, marrying a need with an opportunity. And the fact that you purchased it after you had heard this this concept, I mean, that that's entrepreneurialism 101. And, I mean, I'm pretty business savvy, I think, but I had never really thought – 
that the failure rate I didn't know. in I never, restaurant businesses is because they all have all this overhead. They go get financing or they have to buy the equipment. They don't have any cash left, and, and, and it runs out. And, and you take that and spread it out and share it. That's right. And, you know, a traditional restaurant has a lobby. It has an eating yeah. area. It, ha- it has to be open seven days a week just because you're leasing that space. And we take out all those constraints. Man. I mean, with technology now, DoorDash, Uber Eats, the concept of requiring a physical restaurant is actually You're right. not as necessary. There are plenty of businesses, as you know, that are operating virtually and doing very well. We have a uh, late-night eatery out of our Greensboro location. They're only open from 10 o'clock at night to like 4 in the morning, and they're killing it. God. And they sell everything you would want during those Did hours. Did they deliver to the river in Charlotte? <laughs> Just use your imagination, right? <laughs> they said there was one guy asking for delivery to the river often. Cheese, I, yeah. I was wondering who that I don't was. Know who that is. Bacon I cheese. I hungry fries. about one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and uh, we got to cut to a commercial in a minute. Uh, we're also partnered on uh, the parking shop bill, yep. and we've done a couple episodes on that. Thank yep. you. You're a wonderful partner working with you and Eric and our team, as well as the steel yard. Uh, both on the Wilkinson Boulevard corridor, and it's changing. If you hadn't, yeah, it looks amazing coming up. They're and they're just raising the ground for a new apartment project at Berry Hill and Wilkinson now. So the corridor now is is getting the development on on Wilkinson. We're excited about it. Well, yeah, it, it is. It'd be Steel Yard. I mean, you're right. It's future home of Roby Commercial Services. That's um, it been been framed out i mean we're we're pretty pumped it's exciting you know to me the building really takes life when when the framing goes up and it's like okay now you can really feel it, it starts to become you're home. gonna be ready to take that whole building oh <laughs> no pressure yeah when, when's that break nah, nah I'm just kidding i'm so, just kidding so, so we have todd collins with red hill ventures when we come back i want to talk about some of the community initiatives yeah. uh that todd's helping with along with some of our other friends that we have on the show frequently. Man, I love hanging out with people that are just trying to better Charlotte. It's awesome. And then I want to talk a little bit. You mentioned that you have operations in, in Austin. Yep. That's where you're from. Yeah. Your family lives in Austin, so I'd like to talk a little bit about that. Will you stick around? Absolutely. All right. You're listening to At Home with Roby, Todd Collins, Red Hill Ventures, when we return. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your host, Trent. We are having fun. I'm telling you, it is fun. Yeah, it is fun. Day before the 4th of July, I think people are probably in a lighthearted kind of mood. The 4th of July is tomorrow. Most people aren't working tomorrow. So, you know, normally we get here on Sunday, which is good. It's usually a chill Sunday. You know, Sunday, the sad part about not being on Bright Road, I'm going to be at the beach for 4th of July. Is I like to hear all the. All the river rats shooting off their illegal fireworks down there on Bright Road. What you got to say about that, Mr. Police Officer? No. <laughs> I, you know, but, but hey, that's important. We, now we're talking about firework knowledge. I mean, that's, that's, I have a pretty, I think I have a master's degree in that. You know, they put these, there's a, there's a whole different level of South Carolina firework and North Carolina yes. firework. Oh, yeah. North Carolina fireworks go and have some sparks. They don't go bang. South Carolina fireworks will blow your hand off. Yeah, when I was a kid, we used to have bottle rocket fights. Yeah, I did that all the time. And we had PVC, a big L <laughs> yep. of like a four-inch PVC, <laughs> so you could put it on your shoulder. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, your buddy's lighting five bottle rockets, shoving them in there. You're like, I will destroy. It's pretty fun. Yeah, we uh, Glad we lived. <laughs> I will be in the uh, the great state of South Carolina, Lake Kiwi, and uh, same thing. We, we got go. some of those fireworks, and my poor mom walked out the back deck door as one lit off, 
that Joker, but I think skimmed her hair as it went off. <laughs> went up. You got to be careful with these oh, things, Oh, yeah, man. they're dangerous. I'm Very dangerous. Joking, they're dangerous. Very dangerous. What are you doing for the fourth, Todd? You know, we're uh, hanging out of the house because on the fifth, we're going to Africa. Oh, no really? way. Yeah. What's this? Tell me more. So uh, this was planned two years ago, but COVID sort of backed it up. But it was perfect because our kids are older now. Yeah. So we're going to Tanzania and we're going to Zimbabwe. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How long? Uh, two and a half weeks. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. You can't go for you can't, five like, days. It takes two days to get there. So yeah. you got to. <laughs> All right, kids, pack up. Time to go home. <laughs> yeah. You got to spend a little time. That'd be we, something I would do. We just had a mission trip uh, from church go to go to South Africa, and then they went out to the safari as an excursion a couple times. And these folks were, like, so pumped up to go back. And they were down there doing physical labor, but it's it's – they just said it was the most beautiful place that they've ever been. We're excited. We're doing a bunch of things, a safari and a few other things. But one thing we're doing is we're going to a school and an orphanage. And at the school, we get to build desks and meet the students. And we have some soccer balls and different things we're taking Man, over there. So, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, we're excited. Good there on we you. go. That is cool. Yeah. So tell us about what's going on uh, with helping the local workforce and – yeah. You got all kinds of things going on. Well, you know, from a civic perspective, Janelle and I, my wife, uh, one of our passion projects is really just helping the underemployed. And we really became aware of this issue through our dealings in our apartment communities. We have some of our communities have, you know, hardworking residents. They're working as hard as any of us are, but they're in an employment situation where they just aren't receiving a livable wage. They don't have the benefits that they rightly deserve, and they don't have a career track. And one way to get people onto that career track is through uh, training and education and various other things that we've begun investing in. So, for example, the Carolinas College of Medicine has a nurse's aid program, and what we've done is we've set up a scholarship that allows someone to go into the nurse's aid program. It's a three- or, or four-month program. And after you finish that program, you can become a nurse's aide. And as a nurse's aide, that's the first rung of the ladder to become a nurse, which is a whole career track. And you can start off making $19, $20 an hour after that four-month program. So the, the, the scholarship that we've endowed, if you uh, are admitted, it pays for your school. Uh, it pays for your books and all the things that you need as part of the educational process. And also pays you a livable wage. It pays you $18 an hour really? for that four months. Because one of the challenges is if you're working a job, you have a kid, yeah, it's a, and you're dude. trying to go to school, at a certain point, things break down. You just can't yeah. do it. So it gives you the opportunity to apply yourself to going to school and do that full time through this uh, scholarship that we've endowed. So, yeah, th that's a wonderful program. That, that organization, they just do amazing work. I encourage people, if you're interested in the nursing program, you should look into it. You should apply online. Wow, man. And Janelle's, Janelle's helping. She's the force behind this? Oh, you know, Janelle's the force behind everything. Yeah, I, oh, but yeah. <laughs> Janelle is the boss lady. That's right. I, I, like, I like to call women that are on point the boss ladies, and Janelle's got it going on. That's right. Well, know that I mean what what you're talking about. I mean that's remarkable. I mean we're we're obviously trade trade businesses, right? I mean the same thing that that, that we deal with at Roby, 
And the other part is just lack of knowledge that these opportunities exist. I mean, I think a lot of people, when we talk about even plumbing, HVAC, electricians, those kind of folks that are making that much money plus, I mean, it's it's definitely a career opportunity. But it's just just a lack of of knowledge, of like knowing that this is out there. As a community, I don't think we've done a great job of, of promoting and spearheading you got these other options. I mean, nursing's one. It's a, it's a trade, right? Yep. Um, electrical, plumbing, any of these things where there's so much opportunity and demand with, with to your point, livable wages, uh, which in our industry, that wasn't the case until really like the last five or 10 years. We weren't really a livable wage. Uh, but obviously with the demand and the lack of, of, of talent in the market, it, those wages are, are very high now. Oh, very high. Yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah exactly. Being an electrician uh, pays better than being uh, a lot of things now. Yeah, so, yeah. and we, we talked about it earlier, Darren Ash, The Rock, you know, uh, teaching skilled trades to these young folks. Uh, once again, helping them find a career path where they can go as high as they want. That's right. I mean, I've always said – We'll grow our company to kind of human yeah. call principle. We'll grow our company to keep these people moving up. If the, if they put their head down, they want to work hard, well, feed I, their family. And I, it doesn't necessarily take a college degree. No, there, exactly. there are great career tracks that do not take a college. They do not require a college degree. And the challenge is, if you're just busy working, you may not be aware that this track exists. So, yes. so it's our job to let people know that. These are other options. That's so cool, man. No, I mean, I think one of the most rewarding things about what we get to do at Roby every day is to watch, you know, that person, young lady or young man that maybe came to us making 12, 13 bucks an hour, let's just say a Jiffy Lube or somewhere place like that. And then they get to the 1825. I mean, it's completely life changing. Um, and it, honestly, it's one of the motivating factors for what we do. I mean, it's just watching these. It could be kids or it could be a 40 year old that's figured out, hey, like, I need to try something different. I mean, that's. That's what gets us excited. Well, I had an electrician come to my house, one of your electricians. Yeah, yeah. And I think I sent, I took a picture with him and sent Trent. Yeah. I texted over to Trent, but he, he just sang your praises. He, he enjoyed the career that he has with you guys, and he, he had did. all kind of technology. I was impressed. Yeah. You guys are fully digital. We're trying. Hey, we're <laughs> yeah. trying. Dude, Listen. it took a long time, okay? When we look in What's the mirror, we're, we're, when we look in the mirror, we're still archaic, right? Yeah. We criticize ourselves pretty good, but uh, we're trying to utilize technology as a tool. We're still a hands-on and a personal service business, right? It was a paperless experience. I, I was impressed. That's good. Well, we well, need to get you on the concierge program. The- <laughs> <laughs> but matter of fact, let me help you download the app now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That'll be a, it's, a, it's a couple months no, he's away. Not. Download the app. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Oh lord, man. Well, uh, I so I just want to recap because you've been on the show before. Uh, you started out in the real estate business grassroots up up in maryland and dc mm-hmm. i'm right about that that's right and then you moved down here and your first <clears throat> first apartment project that you bought was on west boulevard that's right and that's where your office was and, that's right and we have a lot of similarities i'm a west sider you know and uh and then you got into some technology businesses and uh and, and now you're just i mean if you go back and listen to the show oh my gosh yeah. all the things that you're doing and and it's it's awesome at the back of everything that you're doing how you're trying to find an edge to help people and help the community and make charlotte a better place uh is awesome 
And I'm going to ask you, since it's a July 4th special, <laughs> to, we still hadn't talked about your home and your project in, in Austin, yeah. Texas. So if you stick around on the last segment with us, maybe you can hang out for a few more minutes. Sure, absolutely. And I want to hear about this because I know that we we talk about your dad and your uncle when you go down there and taking, taking your son down there and stuff like that, all the cool your dad, your dad's an old school cowboy. He is, so literally, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. I don't have my daddy around, so I gotta live vicariously through people like you and Patrick, who have wonderful fathers, and I love the stories. Just know that I cherish the stories. Uh, so we have Todd Collins, Red Hill Ventures. When we return, we're gonna be talking about uh, his hometown and exciting project that Red Hill's doing down there. Uh, Todd and Eric Miller. When we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. Yep, yep. Roll call. We Knox Haston. Get yo, it. Yo, yo, yo. Get it. So get my it. two-year-old, his favorite thing in the world is roll call. No, oh, man. So if you if you haven't listened to the last segment, we got Todd Collins. I don't even think we said your last name until the very end of the last segment, so apologize. Todd Collins. From Red Hill Ventures, he started talking about workforce development, which is something I I think I might have hijacked that segment. I apologize, he but t- uh, something I'm very passionate about. He talked about, about workforce mobility. Yeah, workforce mobility, another is, huge which problem. Which is a really cool concept. Unbelievable. I, mean, I, I enjoyed hearing that story. It got me excited, so, too. Congratulations. Keep Thank it you. up, we're, man. we're excited about it. Yeah. And tell Janelle. I will. Every I man needs a good boss lady. <laughs> I got I got a Janelle. I think you know that. <laughs> Her yeah, name's that's right. <laughs> uh, I think we all have one of yeah, those. Exactly. Yeah, Jody's um, the same. Keep me in line. Yeah, um, but no, Trent, you were talking to, uh, to Todd a little bit about the project he has going on with Austin, and in particular with his father and his uncle, which I know nothing about. So I'm gonna let you take the reins on this. I, yeah, like to learn Todd, uh, some family land, a little bit of family land. I think you've acquired some land. And that's right. You're doing a a major development project down we there, are we're, we're excited about it you know we, we've well i'll tell you one thing Trent and i share is we, we both have wonderful dads i've heard the best stories about trent's dad and you know my dad i'm still blessed to have around is just an amazing man he's, he's he worked at exxon for 30 years and now he's a, literally a cowboy <laughs> That's awesome. at, in riverside texas and he's always just had a love for land and he's always acquired land really for agriculture and investment. But, you know, he, he didn't develop it. He would grow crops or run cows, one of that sort sure. of thing. And uh, he grew up in Pilot Knob, Texas, which is right outside of – when I was growing up, Pilot Knob, Texas was in the country. But now it's a mile and a half from the airport. It's right around the corner from – it's 15 minutes from Austin. Okay. And uh, in the 90s, he bought uh, a couple hundred acres of land – in Pilot Knob, Texas, and he ran cows on it for decades. So he he was cows was his. That's right. He's a rancher. He'll say, he'll tell yeah, you okay. I'm not a farmer. I'm a right. rancher. I just want to clear big, that big up. That's right. Yeah. It's oh, a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know I have been doing my career, and about three or four years ago he came to me, and, and by this time the city was growing toward Pilot Knob. I mean it was, it was right there, and he's like you know I've, I've been watching what you're doing. You, you Maybe you know a little bit of something about real estate. Uh, he said. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think That's we can- as much as he could get out of his mouth. <laughs> he's been my biggest, I'll tell you, he's been my biggest supporter. And, and, and he and my mom, they, they, they're they the reason I'm doing everything I'm doing now. They they're just have had my back day one. That's so cool. Uh, and so he said, maybe you could do, what do you think you could do with this? 
And I was like, look, I think we're sitting on something that could be incredible. I think it could be substantial. It could be very important to the city if we do it right. So what we've done since then, we began acquiring land around it, all the adjacent parcels, which is really something I learned from him. And we brought in my uncle, who's who's just an amazing guy. He, he's part of the team. He had a, a, about 100 acres. And we assembled 700 acres. Oh, wow. my gosh. And so we have a uh, massive, in our view, yeah, pretty massive big, development a big coming online that's going to include uh, single-family home. It'll include commercial. It'll include uh, a bit of industrial office, medical office. And we're so excited about it. And so it's going to be a multi-year project. I mean, this thing will take 15 to 20 years. But hopefully we'll start breaking ground in about a year and a half. And uh, we've been working really hard on it. We've hired a, uh, we have a development manager that we've hired named Kevin in Austin. He's killing it. He lives in, he's doing a great job leading that development up. And it's fun to work on. Man, that is cool. You in the game. 700 hey. acres. That's like a city. What do you, is there like an overarching name for it? There is. Collins. Collins. Collins, Texas. You That's got, right. You're going to get a township? Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. Yep. It's like Burtdale, right? <laughs> That's right. Berwick. Collins. I love it. We we, we had we, we Paul Jamison hanging out here in the studio. He's speaking about knowing a little yeah. t- thing or two about real estate. You said that. I saw your eyes perk up a little bit. I mean, he's the real estate, the WBT real estate guru in here. With how, us. Uh, Todd, how proud is your dad and your uncle yeah. on, on you naming it Collins? Well, I think they'll be proud when they start seeing <laughs> <laughs> the dollars coming in. Yeah. <laughs> all Collins does is spend money. Right. <laughs> They're like, all right, specifically now. Todd. <laughs> so, so we're trying to get that get the dollars rolling in too. But but I think they're they're excited because really, Pilot Knob is where my dad grew up, right around the corner from this project, and it's named Collins, where our family, fifth generation yeah, of Texans. Course. Uh, my family's been owners of areas of that land since the 1800s, and they're very excited about creating a legacy for the family there, which we're, we view ourselves as just being stewards of that land, stewards of the family's legacy, and we're trying to do a good job with that. Man, is that not cool, Patrick? Gave me chill you bumps. didn't know about that? I had no idea. I've never, I maybe even mentioned it, but... I mean, not to that magnitude. I mean, I'll hang out with Todd, and he's like, oh, yeah. I mean, well, he's so modest and humble. Dad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to go down. Yeah. I think it's really cool, not that you didn't visit home on the regular before, but it gives you a, now a, a, a particular reason to go more often. And, my, you know, my sister's involved, my parents, and it, it, it's it's pretty Dude. cool. Our, our uh, the, the siblings get to come in, so we're, we're excited. Man, I hope I can go to Collins, Texas. Yeah, one I want to check. Hey, it out you're, you're coming. What do you mean? Huh? I, I'm we're, ready. We're going down. I want to go. I wanna, Absolutely. I, there's a couple things I want to do. You told me your dad does with your sons. Oh yeah. Something about cows and <laughs> male cows. I don't know. I want to check it out. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll get you in that too. Hey, Todd Collins, man, it's been awesome having you on here. You're like it's an old pro, man. And 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 I say this about Patrick. It's it's a good time. A, a good time for us to catch up and spend time and laugh together. Absolutely. So thanks for being here, Patrick. Thanks, guys. Good to have you back. TJ's back. We didn't say this. It's fun to have TJ back. George is a great replacement, but TJ's the man. So without uh, a doubt, you can never be replaced. He can, young man. Hey, thanks for listening. Listen, go have a safe and a celebratory July Fourth. Spend it with your family. And today, go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Have a wonderful Sunday. Thanks for listening to At Home with Roby.